Thanks for checking out the Lakeshore Podcast. If this is your first time listening with us, we want you to know God loves you. We want for your hope in Jesus to be renewed and for your faith to come to life. Wherever you are joining us from, we hope this message encourages you. Is I want to talk a little bit about what baptism is and why we are doing that. And I want to kind of give you just up front the 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 goal or kind of kind of why I, I want to give us a little bit of context. Because here at our church, we believe in everything we do that we, we have good understanding of the thing that we're doing. I'm a pastor's kid, I'm still a pastor's kid, and I grew up in church. Every church service, every camp, every conference, every VBS, you name it, I've been there, I've done that. And yet I, I found myself getting older, and a lot of the things that we did in church, um, I, I participated, but I really didn't understand the meaning or the purpose of why we were, were, were doing it. It was, well, it was tradition, it was religious activity, it was ceremony, but it, but it wasn't real in my heart. One of the things we just believe here at our church is that we're not into just religious activity for religious activity. We're not into ceremony and tradition just for ceremony and tradition. No, we want to have a good understanding in our heart so that from our heart with conviction, we can worship God in spirit and in truth. Someone said amen. So I just want to give you a couple thoughts this morning, and here, here, here's the end in mind. I, I want us to understand, so number one, as people are getting baptized today, that we don't just participate with a nice little golf clap, but that we really do explode in, in celebration because we understand the significance of what's happening here today. But, but secondly, I know that there may be people here, maybe not, but there may be people here that uh, you've never given your life to Jesus or you've never been baptized. And uh, we have a team of people out at our Next Step desk. We have shorts and t-shirts and towels and everything that you need. So if today by chance God begins to tug at your heart and you wanna make that decision today to give your life to Jesus and to be baptized, that you can do that immediately, that you don't have to wait. And so with that being said, I wanna just, just give you three thoughts this morning. Here's the first one. Uh, why are we doing baptism? Because baptism for the believer it is the declaration of devotion. Baptism for you and I, it is the declaration of devotion unto Jesus. As a pastor, one of the things that I get to do uh, that is so much fun is I get to do wedding ceremonies. I love doing wedding ceremonies. It's like, what a privilege, what an honor, right? That someone would ask you to be a part of their special day. Matter of fact, last week, uh, I did a wedding ceremony last Saturday. By the way, if you're thinking about getting married or you're engaged, I would advise to maybe reconsider doing an outdoor wedding in the middle of summer because it was hot. That was an understatement. This is how hot it was. I'm standing there and the sun is facing my right side. Granted, they were not nice shoes. They were old shoes. But my foot, the whole ceremony is burning. Like, like there's something wrong with like either, either, either that's the spirit of God or my foot is about to explode. And so I, I dismiss everybody and I go to walk away and the sun had melted all the glue on my shoe and I, I walked away, but my soul stayed right there. There's, there's no more embarrassing way to walk into a wedding reception than with a soulless shoe. But, but like at a wedding ceremony, there's the exchange of vows, the exchange of rings. You're, you're essentially saying, I'm saying no to everyone else. I'm saying no to all, all, all of the girls and all the guys, I'm, I'm, I'm saying no to myself. I'm saying that no longer is my devotion primarily to my mom or my dad. Baptism is you and I saying my devotion belongs to Jesus. I'm saying no to the world. 
I'm saying no to the lust of my flesh. I'm saying no to all other distraction and devotion. King Jesus, you have all of my devotion. Paul, Paul says this in Romans chapter six, verse three and four. The apostle Paul writes, or do you not know that as many of, of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death, verse four. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism. Notice how many times Paul is using the word baptism. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. The Apostle Paul says that when you get baptized, you're saying no to everyone and everything else, and you are literally being crucified with Christ. Just like Jesus hung on that cross and he died, you are dying to yourself. You are dying to, to the world. You're being buried with him and raised in new life. Baptism is significant because it is our public declaration of devotion that Jesus, you have all of my heart. You have all of my life. Secondly, you could jot this down if you're taking any kind of notes, but baptism, it's, it's also tr transitional. Here's what I mean by transitional. When you see water in the Bible, the, 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 it's always surrounding some sort of transition. For example, the, the uh, very beginning of the Bible, the, the, the book of Genesis, the Spirit of God was hovering over the, over the waters. God, God enters into a new covenant with, with man and, 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 and with Noah, you see the waters. Think about Jesus, Jesus transitioning into his public ministry. He was baptized in the Jordan River. I think one of the greatest pictures we have is the children of Israel. Children of Israel offer for us such a great picture and a metaphor of salvation and what happens when we are saved. And you've probably all seen the movie, The Prince of Egypt, Let My People Go. But God delivers his people out of slavery. He delivers them out of Egyptian bondage and captivity. And, and they cross through the, through the Red Sea. But the Bible says that they wander for, for, for 40 years because of unbelief and disobedience in the wilderness. And Joshua comes. Joshua comes a, a type, a picture for us of Jesus. Joshua comes and Joshua, he leads them into the promised land, the, the promised land. And, and as they go into the promised land, they cross through the, the Jordan River, very same river Jesus was baptized in. And although they had been free, they had been delivered, they still had not entered into the promised land that God, that God gave them. Yet they go through the Jordan River. They cross over into the potentially baptism. It is the crossing over for you and I into the promised land, the promised life that God has to offer. Jesus didn't just come to forgive us of our sins and, and, and give us security eternally. But that's part of it. But Jesus said in John 10, 10, I've come that you may have life and life to the, to the full. Jesus, he is our healer. He is our provider. He is our protector. He is our wisdom and comfort and counselor. He is all things that we need for life and for godliness and baptism. Baptism is the declaration of devotion unto him. And it's the crossing over into, what does Paul say in Romans 6, 3, into the new life we have in Christ. You were baptized into Christ Jesus, in the same way he was raised by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God does something that you enter into new life. Well, lastly, it's, it's for you and I the first step of obedience. You can write that down. Baptism is the believer's first step of obedience. The Bible says this in Acts chapter 2. 
uh, Jesus had, had just ascended. The Bible says, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, the Holy Spirit descends the day of Pentecost and Peter stands up freshly filled with the Spirit of God and Peter begins to preach the gospel. And in Acts 2, 37, the people who are listening, they, they say, what must we do to respond? What must we do to respond to this good news? By the way, if you're here and you've never heard the good news, can I tell you what the good news is? The good news is that God so loves you and I that his heart could not bear being disconnected in relationship from us. Let's go all the way back to, to the beginning for a second. God creates Adam and Eve, humanity, for the purpose of relationship. He places them, them in the Garden of Eden, a place of protection and covering and, and full abundance, and sin enters in. And sin disconnects you and I from perfect relationship with our Creator. The Bible says God so loved you and I that the wages of sin being death, the disconnect between you and I and him was too much to bear and therefore he proved and demonstrated his love in the person of Jesus, that Jesus came and he did what you and I cannot do. On our best day, we do not have the ability to fully live up to the standard, but Jesus, he fulfilled all the law. Jesus fulfilled all the law. And he, having been the perfect sacrifice, died in our place so that simply by faith, Romans says this, anyone who would believe in their heart and confess with their mouth, I, I need you, that they shall be saved. Peter's pre preaching the good news and the people go, what do we got to do to respond? In Acts 2.38, this is what Peter says. He says, then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be, be baptized. I want you to notice how immediate that is. Hey, let every one of you repent and first things first, be, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is the first step of obedience for the believer. Jesus even modeled this, Matthew chapter three, verse 15, I believe it is. Jesus goes to be baptized in the Jordan River and John the Baptist says, no, 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 I can't baptize you, man. I'm John, you're Jesus. I'm not even worthy to loosen the strap of your Birkenstock. I, I cannot be the one. He says, no, 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 permit it to be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Thus it is, it is fitting to fulfill. Baptism is the first step for the believer of obedience. So today, we, we have 10 or so people that are going to be baptized, and every one of them today, we're celebrating because they're publicly just declaring devotion to Jesus. We're celebrating today because more than just ceremony, religious tradition, they're entering into the new life, promised life and land that God has to offer, and we're celebrating them because they are taking right in front of our eyes today the first step of obedience. Before we close, though, I just want to steal a, steal a question. I want to steal a question from a man named Ananias. Ananias uh, was instrumental in the life of the Apostle Paul. If you don't know the Apostle Paul, he is uh, one of the chief authors of the New Testament. And uh, the Apostle Paul, he was, well, let's just say this, he was going the opposite way. He was uh, murdering and imprisoning Christians, doing everything he could, could to stop the, the gospel, stop the preaching of Jesus. But God got a hold of him. The Bible says literally he was knocked off of his donkey. A light shone around him and God spoke to him. 
and, and God led him to a man named Ananias. And Ananias began to be used by God to help Paul understand what it is that God was asking Paul to do. And, and I love this. Uh, uh, Ananias, he asked this question, Acts twenty two sixteen, And I want to steal this question. Ananias speaking to Paul, he says, and now why are you waiting? If you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus, you're here today and you have given your life to Jesus, but you've never been baptized. I, I would just steal the question from Ananias and ask you, why are you waiting? He says, and why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Well, is, is my hair going to get wet? Probably. Actually, definitely. Will, will, my, will, will, will my makeup get ruined? I don't know what brand you use, but it probably will. It probably will. But, but Ananias says, why, why are you waiting? Why, why, why the delay? Why the hesitation? God is calling you. God is drawing you. God has something for you. So arise and be baptized. I, I would just challenge anyone and everyone who's here this morning that you've never given your life to Jesus. You are here today for purpose. This is not coincidence or accident. God is drawing you near to himself. And if you would only believe in your heart and say, Jesus, you are the Lord, you are the Savior. I need you. I cannot do it on my own. And with your mouth, call upon him like that. You would be, you would be saved. If you're here this morning and you've never been baptized, I, I, I would ask you, I'd encourage you that you, you, you take that step of faith and you get baptized this morning and that you would publicly declare that devotion to Jesus. Here in just a moment, uh, obviously we got our cues a little mixed up because um, I said something that was not the cue for everyone who's going to be baptized to exit. That's okay though. That's all right though. Um, maybe, they, maybe they heard the Lord leading them to go. But here, here in just a moment, I'm going to pray. And um, just like all those being baptized just exited. Uh, when I pray and I say amen, we're going to stand up. We're going we're to sing, sing another chorus. And I would just encourage you that you would just find your way out of your seat. You, you, you'd go to the next step desk today. You'd let someone pray with you and lead you in that prayer of salvation. And you would, you'd be baptized today, making a decision and a declaration. My life. It will no longer be the same. Maybe you've been baptized before, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a long way away. That's okay. It's, it's time to come back. It's time to draw another line in the sand and say, Jesus, from this day forward, you will have my whole life. Why? Because I cannot do it without you. Can we stand up on our feet this morning? And if everyone's standing up, let's, let's uh, close in prayer together. God, today we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you even right now, God, for those that you are drawing near and nigh to yourself. I pray today in the name of Jesus that as we are about to celebrate baptism, that for everyone who's making that decision, that it would be more than just tradition, more than just ceremony. But God, you would do something supernatural and something significant in their heart. From the inside out, would they never be the same again because of these moments? And so today, as we celebrate, we thank you for what it represents. We thank you for what it means, and we thank you for the new life that is beginning today in Jesus' name. again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for more messages. If you like what you're hearing, share it with your friends. For more content from Lakeshore and information on services, check us out at lakeshorecf.com.